And we're back from across the Pacific Rim, from Tokyo to Seattle, at all points throughout history, the Pacific Rim Pro Wrestling Podcast. From the Seattle area, I'm longtime wrestling fan and uh, guy who you've probably heard his audio from time to time. My name is uh, Jim Valley, and we had across the Pacific Ocean, across the Pacific Rim to Tokyo, Japan, and uh, preeminent historian and reporter Fumi Saito. Fumi, how are you? How are you? Good. Good. Everything so, good? So this time of year, normally you're in. You're getting ready. To, I will be in America. Normally yeah. you would be, but but you're not this year, unfortunately. Right, right. It's, yeah, things happened at home, and uh, yeah, and I decided, you know, well this this year I skip it. Ah, but uh, I'll be watching, you know, WWE Network the the whole week of it, you know, that Hall of Fame to NXT Takeover to. You know, great WrestleMania moments and WrestleMania pre-show and WrestleMania. I assume it will be seven-hour show. It's insane. Now, how how many WrestleManias have you been to live? I've only missed maybe six, seven altogether. What was the first yeah. one you went to live? Eight or nine. Okay. Yeah. No, six. Toronto. No, I was six, seven, seven. Then. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't because. Um, when Ultimate Warrior beat Hulk Hogan for for the WWE Championship for the first time, I was in um, I was at Bam Bam Bigelow's house that day. I watched it with him, with him. <laughs> you know, that was how I spent that week there. Then, yeah. But uh, so you so from seven you you saw seven was the first one you saw live. Yeah, and then eight, nine, ten on all the way till last year. Now Two just, years in a row I missed. Yeah, Bummer. just from a from an atmospheric standpoint, it doesn't necessarily have to be from a match standpoint. Which yeah. one of you enjoyed the most live being there? Ooh, actually, it's. It's two different things because they used to have shows in places like Madison Square Garden or LA Arena, Sports Arena, or even uh, a little bit of smaller place in, in the Connecticut, you know, Connecticut, or, 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 you know, what was the what was the name of the town? In Hartford. Shawn Michael against, Shawn Michaels against Diesel. Right, Hartford. Hartford. See, they never have WrestleMania Hartford anymore. You know, up until maybe 10 years ago, it was indoor arena, like East Rutherford, you know, Air, you know, Continental Airline Arena, all those things. But last 10 years, it's all stadium show. The atmosphere has changed. I think it's been um, consistent now, probably what, since about 05? Yeah, something, something like, like that. that. I guess it's, yeah, it's plus, WrestleMania, yeah. WrestleMania 20, they did Madison Square Garden. And then after that, I think it's pretty much been stadium-like shows, hasn't it been? Stadium show, yeah. yeah. And plus, um, this Mercedes-Benz Superdome in New Orleans, they had it five years ago, four years ago. Yeah. And also Orlando, what's the name of the baseball stadium? Well, they, I think Last it's year. Camping World Stadium, but I think that's old. Vince doesn't like to use that name, but I think the old name is the Citrus Bowl. And Vince yeah, Citrus Bowl. Yeah. Citrus so Bowl. they had that. They they used the same same stadium twice in I say four year period. I kind of feel you know? like we're on this rotating schedule now. Like it's going to be about the same Met five Life or stadium. Six ones. Yeah. 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 I was hoping there was going to be one at the, like a Target Stadium in Minnesota. You know, it didn't happen. You know. 
Yeah. We shall but, see. What, uh, so, yeah, so, so getting back to the rotate, question, huh? which one was your favorite just live for overall, <laughs> for overall atmosphere? It doesn't have to be the best. WrestleMania 10 was actually good. WrestleMania 10? Yeah. Bret, Bret Hart worked twice. Opening yeah. match, Bret Hart against Owen Hart. Then there was Bret Hart against Yokozuna. And, uh, yeah. But which one did so, you enjoy? Okay, that, so do you think that's like a sentimental favorite for you, number 10? Yeah. Okay. Well, actually, 2008, Shawn Michaels against Ric Flair. Right before Shawn Michaels gives Sweet Jim music, you can read his lip. Yeah. I'm sorry, I love you. And then kick him, right? And uh, so 2008, I, that was good. I've only been to the one in Seattle. I've just been to, to WrestleMania 19, and I'm good. I don't need to go. Hard Angle against Brock Lesnar. Right. Epoch. Oh, that was very historical. 15 years ago? 16 years ago? Yeah. 15 years ago? Yeah. 15 years ago. 15th anniversary. 15 years? Oh, wow. Here's yeah. a true story. So the, True story. Yeah. My friends hate me for this. They've never let me live it down. I pressured them to leave early because we figured we already know Brock's going to win the, the title, so it doesn't really matter. And we missed the incredible moonsault that Brock almost killed himself. Landing on his face? Yeah, oh, they never missed let that? me live that down, that I really <laughs> wanted them to leave, and we left, and we missed what, what was it? Was it even the last match of the evening? Yeah, it was the last match. Oh, okay. Then you should have stayed because, because of traffic? Yeah, just because traffic sucks. Uh, it takes two hours to get out of the parking lot. Yeah, so Seattle traffic's <laughs> awful, but so yeah, that's oh, the stadium story. parking is awful. Yeah, parking everywhere <laughs> is awful. Trying to think sentimentally, yeah. whether you were there yeah. live or not. Do you have any other favorite WrestleManias? Oh, the ones I've been to. It's like Shawn Michaels against Undertaker two years in a row. Yeah, Triple H against Undertaker two years in a row. That was good, and. Uh, <sighs> Jericho against all the legends, including Mickey Rock. <laughs> you know, that's something that could enjoy only if you're in the in the building. You know, and uh, the one Inoki was elected. I mean, voted for uh, um, inducted into the Hall of Fame. I don't. I don't remember what years. Probably nine, ten years ago. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty big. And uh, well, you know what. Sometimes it's really hard because if you know if you watch too many wrestling cars and matches, you can't really pick, you know, which one was your favorite because it ended up being the one you just watched a little while ago. It's a know? lot to process. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like who? What's your favorite movie? And you just start talking about the movie you watched maybe a couple months ago. Yeah. <laughs> or something yeah, that you so, remember from when you were a kid. Yeah, like American Graffiti, Animal House. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Something like that. Jaws, Exorcist. So on paper, <laughs> what do you think yes. of, this, of this WrestleMania? I think this is the makings. It could either be a great WrestleMania or yeah. it could be that one in Dallas that had the 103,000 people that was it 31. Right. It could be like WrestleMania 31 where it was – or no, no, 32, 32. 31 was uh, – 2015? Yeah. 30, WrestleMania yeah. 32 um, where there it looked like that was going to be a legendary WrestleMania, and I thought that one kind of fell What flat. was the main event then? Uh, Shane and Undertaker in Hell in the Cell. Right, the second one. Yeah. Was it bad? I thought it was good. Eh, I thought it was okay. 
Because <laughs> when involving Triple H, Undertaker, and Shawn Michaels, really, people's opinion really vary. You know? well, Undertaker and Shawn Michaels is great. I was talking about, uh, did I say Shawn? I meant Shane McMahon and Undertaker. Shane McMahon and Undertaker. Yeah, it wasn't that, bad, though. Eh, it was I, good, though. For, yeah. I thought... I don't know. I, I thought it went a little. I thought it went a little too long. I don't know. I just right. with, this, with this five or six hours, seven hours, whatever. I don't know. I'm seven hours sometimes. Sometimes too much right. is too much. And I think they've, they've got a lot of quality things there, but I think they've got to. It drags, gotta, huh? They've got to be disciplined. I think they've got to be disciplined for this to be a successful show. But this could be a classic <laughs> WrestleMania. We'll see. Yeah, there's so many, so many of them. Yeah, for the Japanese audience, you know, is more interest in. Having Asuka going, you know, going against Charlotte Flair for the women's title, and of course Shinsuke Nakamura is a big title match against AJ Styles. And the backstory is there was a Tokyo Dome match, you know, Nakamura against AJ Styles three years back, and uh, two years ago then. Um, so there's a more story for Japanese audience to feel from, but uh, that gut feeling telling is telling you that this might be the night that Nakamura is really winning the championship this time you think so yeah. I think so I'm hoping but uh, I don't have to hope but uh, I would say it only makes sense if Nakamura wins you know hold the title all the way till let's say SummerSlam then AJ can get it back I don't know yeah but he can Nakamura has everything that you know what it takes to be champion right now. I think. I, he does have everything it takes to be champion, but I don't feel like he has a lot of momentum. I feel like that's the one thing he Yeah, but missing. what's the... Okay, okay. on the other hand, what's the point of having AJ beat him at this time? Well, it's hard to say. Let's see, who's heated up? Yeah, who, could, who, could be his, who could be his next opponent? I mean, you could have... AJ next and... opponent is though of course next opponent is the return match series new champion Nakamura against the former champion AJ Styles the program the program will continue all the way till summer house shows TV another pay-per-view two more pay-per-views you know um, Nakamura the champion and the former champion AJ Styles challenging him so that can con the program can continue <clears throat> I Remember feel like when, yeah. I feel like Oscar's going to win, and I don't know about Nakamura. I'm not. I'm not feeling. Not, I want him to win, but I'm not feeling it. All right. Okay. You voted for AJ Styles winning. I vote for Nakamura. Okay. And you voted Oscar to win. I would vote Charlotte Flair to win. Oh wow! How's that? Boy, we're really. <laughs> boy, we're really. Charlotte here, should we? be the one. Yeah. Well, let's go against each other. And oh, maybe, yeah. maybe neither of us would be right or something. You know, all, they come up with something friendly, real yeah, creative, yeah. and you know, they come up with something real creative, and um, neither one of us are right about it or something. But uh, I think the way they um, put the posters. You know, you go, you know, you know that the official WWE website or something, or sneaker bar big big poster of WrestleMania, that uh, you see uh, graphic the poster. You know, very bottom in the middle, you have Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar. Right next to it, just as big as, just as big as Brock Lesnar's photo, you have Charlotte Flair's photo, and you look for Asuka way back there in the little, little teeny photo, 
and uh, Nakamura's age is right above, you know, um, Charlotte, but the smaller photos. So, kind of judging from the way they designed the poster, um, obviously Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns match will be at the very end of the evening. And what would what would you think the second second uh, the last match, second to last? Well. Here's the thing. I'd say Ronda. Well, here's here's the issue. Yeah. Is with if you want to say what is the second, what is the main event of the evening? The main event. It's all is, main event. But here's title match. My point is, is that WWE stacks cards in a different way. Sometimes they have a buffer yeah, yeah, match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes they don't. And it's hard if. To predict what the right. second match, the second to last match of the night is going to be, that's hard to do because you don't know if they're right. going to do a buffer because, or not. Yes, I've seen it because between two title match, you used to put Trish Stratus in there, right? You know, or the Divas pillow match or something, you know, or something like that, you know. So it or, could very well be, say, like a tag team match, like the Braun Strowman match could be right. The second match, right. of, The second to last match because they need a buffer, but. If you're talking about the main events, I think that the mixed tag is the main event. Oh, really? But it doesn't go on last. Oh, the main event, main event, to sell the show. Yes. Uh, all the media hype, Ronda Rousey, you know, going to WWE full-time and sign the contract. She is no longer an MMA fighter, but it's all the documentary being filmed, and she's a WWE superstar now, and this is what she will be doing. And not like trying wrestling match for once, but she, uh, this is her career choice, that she will be professional wrestler, right? That's the story. And uh, yeah, of course, all the media, mass media, is looking at Ronda Rousey's story on from this WrestleMania. But the very last match to end of the evening, I think Roman Reigns on our hand will be raised as a new universal champion at to end yeah. of the show. Yeah, yeah. I think we both agree on Roman. Yeah, Roman, yeah. And we disagreed on Nakamura, we disagreed on Asuka. <laughs> okay, how about, how about what would be the outcome of Ronda Rousey match? I think that um, you got. I think you have to raise Kurt and uh, Ronda's hand. Sure, of course, of course, I agree but with that. What's I, the finish? I think the finish is, um, you know. Ronda has Stephanie in something. There's interference, and there's you get a visual win, but it's going to be like the 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 heels get disqualified. DQ? Oh wow! I think. Well, I'm hoping, I guess, but it would be fun to see if if they do. Ronda Rousey will put Triple H in armbar. He taps out. He could. What do you think? I, you know, because you've got to save Stephanie and, and Rhonda for later. So Stephanie's mm -hmm. not going to lose. That's for sure. And it doesn't make no. sense for Rhonda to lose. Triple H can lose. Yeah. Although he then has get done a his lot of... elbow injured. He has done a lot of uh, losing lately at WrestleMania. So that'll be interesting to see if he wants to. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. No, he's going to cheat. 
you know, Triple H would cheat and everything, and uh, and the seventy percent of the match would be Triple H against Carl Angle inside the ring, right. pretty much. You know, I will and, say uh, this, yeah. but. I am impressed with the way Ronda Rousey has come along with her personality, and I think... Oh, yes, yes. I think that by the time she leaves WWE, and if she, you know, no one knows what's in her head. Maybe she wants to go and start a family. Maybe she wants to go back and act. Maybe whatever she wants to do. If she decides to go into more acting or go back into MMA, she's going to be a much more well-rounded performer as far as presence in interviews and cutting promos sure. and things sure like that. Is. I think this WWE run is doing her well for the next phase of her career, whatever that is. I would say she might be a lifer. <laughs> you know, like she will stay with WWE for a long time, I would say. Yeah. We'll see. WWE film will, you know, make a lot of movie and it was Ronda Rousey, you know? WWE film? They could, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll be making her. Because she wanted to do lots of movies last two years or so. And the movie deal is, you know, it's pretty hard to come by, you know, um, if you have already have the production and the movie company with you. And WWE is wanting to make movie with her. So um, she should be making all those, you know, your, um, what's, like, what's a male? Um you know, seized, under siege. Oh, like the Marine or something? Uh, what, the, the, the Aikido guy? Uh, like... Dark hair. Steven Male, Seagal? macho. Ra- uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme? Oh, uh, fatter than that. <laughs> <laughs> no, was it Steven Seagal? Yeah, yeah, she Steven- could be like that. I don't know. Whatever happened to that Roadhouse movie? Did that ever come out? Wasn't she in Roadhouse? I think so. It's done. Done. Okay. Yeah, it's it's already filmed. Either way, I, I think she'll become a better all-around performer because I think she's gaining because a lot more of confidence, this. better timing. So she's adapting really well. So I think whether she does act or, like I said, gets back in MMA and cuts promos, I think she's going to do well. Um, She probably won't be doing any more MMA, I don't think. Maybe one more. But uh, that won't be her career, you know. We'll see. From from what I see from her interviews in WWE, it's like the my last MMA. It was like God. I thought God hated me or something. It's just it's still her. Her quotes, yeah, indicates that this is her new position, you know, new profession. WWE superstar. Well, she's still in the honeymoon phase. We'll see what happens. Brock yeah, Lesnar yeah, honeymoon phase too. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did you you wanted to talk about uh, talk about As- Asuka's we, we real career? Let's let's, let's get yeah. it. We'll we'll end with that. We'll WWE, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a couple of more matches. Right, then, yeah, least... we, before we forget, you know that the Undertaker thing. Right. Let's let's do a couple of more of the 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 major the major matches. Um, what was the? Oh, well, what do you think about the uh, the three way for the Intercontinental Title? Ooh. Probably Miz is gonna. It, it, that can go either way because Finn Balor can have it, Seth Rollins can have it, but probably Miz will keep it. Yeah, yeah. Intercontinental um, title is pretty hard. Just just as Randy Orton's U.S. title match, you know, anybody can win. Bobby Roode, you know, yeah. or 
Jinder I'm going to go with Finn Balor on that one, just for something different. Okay, okay. But I yeah, think Miz is a solid choice. Yeah, okay, because he doesn't have to come out like a tough guy, but the somewhat somehow he will sneak out and get the, you know, keep the belt kind of thing, right? Uh, as far as Braun Strowman's match, I just I don't see him winning the titles. I see him just destroying everybody and increasing his legend. But yeah, yeah, without having a partner, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't. It's this is just to show off Braun Strowman, and unfortunately. The bar is going to get fed to Braun Strowman, but that's the way it goes sometimes. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Because Braun Strowman's today's big show or Kane or, you know, this generation, big giant guy. Yeah. Yeah. And kind of a baby face now. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, the crowd always likes to pick a winner, so they definitely want to do that. So Pick a winner, yeah. Well, you want to get behind the <laughs> winner, you side. get losers. Speaking uh, of getting by winners, uh, Daniel Bryan huh? and what do you think about uh, Daniel Bryan and Shane? Uh, Kevin Owens. You think they win? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and uh, it will be Daniel Bryan's first program back as a full-time wrestler if he does. <clears throat> See, after after WrestleMania, this new program starts. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn win this you know, tag team match by beating Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan wants to have a match against these two this coming April, May, June, July. So it would be, I'm sure those two will be Daniel Bryan's very first two opponents. <clears throat> also, because when uh, Daniel Bryan had his run, as you know, WWE champion or world heavyweight champion or ES movement and the whole thing. Kevin Steen and El Generico, you know, Sami Zayn, they weren't there, you know? So this is the first time those three have a program officially, you know, one against each other. And uh, yeah, so it would make sense that if Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn somewhat beat Daniel Bryan, who is first match back in two years, you know, two and a half years or right. so. And he shouldn't win. Well, I just want to cover the uh, the major matches. I don't know that I necessarily see any of the other matches to be uh, that major as far as the Usos and the Battle Royal and the the uh, Raw Women's U- match. Usos, Usos and New Day and Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see that one as major, but if I don't, what, they may make that a TLC. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's jump ahead then. Let's talk about John Cena and the Undertaker. You had some thoughts on that. Yeah, because it will take place, you know, at the end of the Monday Night Raw this time, you know, Undertaker didn't answer, right? Then John Cena all disappointed and left. And according, you know, if you know anything at all about Wrestling 101, yes, match will take place. And I have a pretty good idea right now that uh, a lot of people guessing the same thing all over the place that uh, Undertaker will appear at WrestleMania with Kid Rock's live music. Kid, Kid Rock will play Undertaker's music live, and American Badass version of Undertaker will come out on his, on his Harley Davidson. And this is a sanction match, and they will not print on the program, and they will not announce it, but the, at, the, at the building, it, they will do the match as a bonus track. So Undertaker, as an American badass version of Undertaker, because Undertaker, the Fiend, retired last year. 
But the American badass Undertaker with bandana and leather jacket and Harley Davidson, that one hasn't retired yet. To make any sense out of it. I think it makes sense. Um, you know what's funny is... Yeah? Not that anyone has anything bad necessarily to say about The Undertaker. You know, it was a different time when he had to do The American Badass, and it made sense to right. do it because The Undertaker in his, in his traditional iteration looked, you know, kind of hokey. It wouldn't have fit. Then as time went on, people kind of were like, oh, The American Badass, that's like the worst Undertaker. But then, just like life, you, you have enough distance, enough time, and suddenly people are nostalgic for that, and they'll be so happy to see what many had up until now considered to be the worst version of The Undertaker. Now they're going to be like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I remember when I was younger or I was a kid or, or whatever. Yeah, some 17 years ago, yeah. you know? 17, 18 years ago. And then yeah. it was, uh, so people talk about Attitude Era, like something that was so great, you know? You were there, I was there, you know? But uh, for people who kind of missed out on it, make bigger deal out of it, you know? And really... American Badass version of Undertaker hasn't retired and uh, hasn't answered. The Phoenix's gone, but the American Badass guy can come out of the big ramp with Harley Davidson with Kid Rock's live music. It all make perfect sense. It's a bonus truck and non-sanctioned match or something like that, you know? And uh, that should take place. Don't you think? Yeah, and I would assume John Cena loses to The Undertaker. Thanks, so? though. <laughs> yeah, uh, I would say John Cena should win because this time Undertaker will really be gone after this, you know? And John Cena will still have to be part of WWE family. Well, some, somewhat Undertaker will always will be Undertaker um, WWE family, but uh, John Cena is more of an international ambassador. You know, the, when John, John Cena appears, you go to Children's Hospital or Make-A-Wish Foundation or international, different, you know, foreign countries, all those things that he's responsible of, you know, making WWE an international company, that uh, John Cena should win this one. I don't, I don't know. know. I feel like three losses to The Undertaker is really going to turn people. That's a pretty big downer, I feel like. It, no, this Undertaker match will not be counted, okay? This right. is non-sanctioned match. Okay. You know, the record remains 23-2. Yeah. 23-2, something like that, yeah. So the record will remain the same. This Undertaker ain't the Undertaker we knew. But the American badass wanted to come over. He came okay. and had a match against John Cena, non-sanctioned bonus track match kid rock everybody's saw live music and everything just people pop we shall see i i'm i'm hoping it's gonna be a, a great wrestlemania i really am i, I could really i want i'm pulling for yeah this is uh, yeah it looks like a real good one to me yeah and ronda rousey things like uh probably bigger outside of wrestling community bigger than we kind of assume you know yeah, no, it's yeah. it's huge. Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely big, right? Because Ronda Rousey is bigger outside of wrestling than we know here. You know, she was a great hire, and like I said, I think she's doing. I think she's doing really well. So I'm excited to see what her future holds, and I just hope that uh, 
They're very judicious in how they use her and don't overexpose her and don't give her too much stupid stuff to do because they've, I don't know, the more mystery she has and the more special she is, sure, the, the longer sure. she can go with this. And I'm rooting Plus, for her. she should never wrestle every week, you know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, she would need kind of a Brock Lesnar kind of treatment. Speaking of special, do you think uh, does uh, The Rock show up at this WrestleMania? I kind of don't think so because it takes attention away from other superstars. They, it doesn't feel like they need him. It feels like they have enough. No, no Stone Cold, no Rock. I would save yeah, him. Yeah. I would save yeah. him. You know, some people have predicted maybe something with Elias, something like that, but I, I, I think that would be overkill. They that would only right. elevate. That would only elevate, you know, Elias. But uh, it's what's the point? Yeah, yeah. You got to save yeah. something for the years to come. This is a lot for this WrestleMania. Yeah. Plus, next year is a thirty-five. You know, WrestleMania thirty-five in New York City. You know, I expect Hulk Hogan will be back next year. They're making they're making moves that way. We'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah, and then also that the premiere of Under the Giant movie, how Kogan showed up, you know, and there's a hint. They're definitely testing the waters. Yeah, yeah, right. So we had that yeah. uh, tweet a couple of weeks ago. Someone wanted to know about Asuka, and we figured sure. as, we, as we lead up to WrestleMania, this would be a really good time to talk about Asuka sure. and and her career and what she's done in Japan. And I don't know how many people were, you know, completely familiar with her before she, before she ah. came across to WWE. Okay. Okay. Her, yeah. Her real name would be, would be good. Sure. I don't know about this. You know, WWE don't really, you know, publicize their real name or anything, but uh, in Japanese wrestling, Almanac, everything's listed, you know, Kanako Urai is her real name, you know? Yeah, and born 1981, July, I mean, uh, September 26th is her birthday. So she'll be 27 this year, I mean, 37 this year. But uh, debut, debut was 2004. So she has 14-year career already, like a 12-year career before she came to WWE. She started 2004, June. She was 22 at the Korokan Hall. That was good, pretty good, huh? It was a company called A to Z. Who trained her? Uh, A to Z. A to Z was a coach. Was uh, coach was people like uh, Yumiko Hota, Mima Shimoda, Mariko Yoshida. Those those ex old Japan women's girls, veterans. Yeah, and came out with a lot. Of, you know, same year had like ten other rookies. You know. 2004. A to Z was uh, like a spin-off company of RCN. RCN was a company um, Rashi Ogawa was running, you know, before he decided to close down. But uh, A to Z was a new company which was formed 2004. And uh, first group of rookie that the Kana, um, Asuka was among first group of rookie who, who were trained under A to Z company. Now, for those who don't know, yeah, those who don't know, in Japan, she wrestled under the name Kana. Kana, yeah, K-A-N-A. Her real name is Kanako, and just cut off K-O at the end, you know. Ko is kid, 
my name is Fumihiko, right? Hiko is a boy, and Ko is a girl. Now, given that she uh, was born in 81, that means she was like 9 or 10 in the early 90s with uh, with all Japan women and stuff. Did that influence her? Um, there was uh, this, influ- the, 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 this very um, a good almanac for all the Japanese wrestlers, you know. She listed her favorite wrestlers growing up as Masakatsu Funaki of Pancras. Interesting. And also another wrestler, Volk Han of Russia from for rings. You know, rings is Akira Maeda's um like a very um primitive work shoot MMA kind of wrestling group. Yeah, know? back when that that was really popular in that area. Yeah, when she was growing rings, up. Rings, yeah. 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 Rings that the Russian Russian wrestler, there was a Volk Han, you know, like a magician kind of sub submission type wrestler. She listed Volkan and Masakatsu Funaki as her favorite wrestler. And her sports background is even more interesting. No wrestling, nothing. Her background listed was badminton and ice skating. Like in school or how do you how does yeah, one in play school. badminton? They have badminton teams in Japan? In school, high school, of course. Okay. Yeah, and ice skating, of course. Winter sports. Yeah, but no wrestling. But but by her, you know, this is like her her own writing down things. You know, like you fill up the form and then you know, baseball magazine show that you know weekly pro wrestling I used to work for. They do the almanac every year, so all the wrestlers actually submit the survey. You know, and some of them write they write everything down pretty honestly. You know, and uh, <clears throat> her sports background was listed badminton and ice skating. And her favorite wrestlers growing up was Masakatsu Funaki of Pancras and Volkan of Rings. Oh, wow. Interesting, huh? So submission and kicking, you know, feeling was there already. Yeah. That is, you right know, that, when you... That's interesting because, you know, so many girls were influenced, you know, from, from the beauty pair going all the way, you know, crush girls going up to... You know, Nakano yeah. and, you know, Shigusa Nagayo, you know, the list goes on as the generations. Yeah, go on, yeah. That's interesting. Volkan. I guess she was a fan of, she was a fan of men's wrestling, yeah. Yeah. Well, a certain style of men's wrestling. <laughs> yes, yeah, like MMA style. Interesting, huh? So when was Volkan she first on, and... when, when was she first on your radar? When did you first notice her? Ooh, when she quit, when she quit A to Z and start going freelance and start working different independent shows, you know, <coughs> when you become freelancer, you really have to be your own boss, but you really actually have to be good to get booked, you know. And also, 2004 was not a best time for wrestler to start. See, I thought 2004, 2005, 2006, I thought... Japanese wrestling was going to go down and die. You know, it was a peak period of pride and K1, MMA company, or New Japan wrestler, Inoki sending, you know, people like Nagata or Kendo Kashin or Fujita, all those tough guys into, you know, MMA show. And then actually, they, a lot of them lost. 
you know, wrestlers are in Japan strong style, right? And wrestling uh, wrestlers are like legitimate tough guys and legi real legitimate athlete and wrestlers and all these things. But I actually went to MMA shows like Pride and K1. Most, most, a lot of the wrestlers lost. So it's like a lot of the wrestling fans left that area in an era. That's like, wow, it's kind of destroyed everything he, you know, we grew up believing, you know. So to, uh, what I'm saying is 2004, 2005, 2006 wasn't the best time for wrestlers to start. So Kana, uh, Asuka, I should say, Asuka started real bad time in our wrestling, you know, like a real down period. And even after two years, she became freelancer, right? So start, started working and started picking up her own booking, all the independent show, you know, every weekend. Well, there were always, what, 10 different women's groups. And, uh, yeah, it was tough to survive that era. And also, uh, probably 2007, 2008, she was also trained under Ballard's, Yuki Ishikawa, you know, Ballard's. Now he lives in Toronto, Canada, with Ant you know, uh, the, being a coach at the Anthony's. You know, Anthony is, um, what's the snake? Uh, from Toronto, Canada. The what? Uh, the the ex-WWE oh, oh, superstar. Oh, 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 oh um, uh, you mean, um, oh, yeah, yeah, Anthony Corelli. Um, um, yeah. Uh, 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 Morella, Morella, Santino Morella. Santino Maria, yeah. Santino Maria opened his own wrestling school, Ballo Earths Academy, and he invited Yuki Ishikawa over and to live there and be a head coach over there. So that's Yuki Ishikawa, okay? Kana Asuka, I should say, she was retrained under Ishikawa during the 2006, 2007, those, you know, two, three years, and worked battle arts card like a tough woman, you know, women doing a MMA-style wrestling match. But it was That's work. What, yeah, but the, your opponent is not exactly wrestlers. It's a work, but uh, your opponent's somebody from karate school or somebody, something, you know? So you have to know what you're doing there. It's really all different in Japan, you know, that the, your opponent may be wrestler, your opponent may not be wrestler, or somebody from karate gym who likes wrestling or who wants to be wrestler. And uh, hasn't some of the independent show, they throw in wrestlers or athlete or karate ka into ring without proper training sometimes. So you don't know who you're working with every now and then. And kind of went through all those matches. Was she relatively popular when she left A to Z? Did, was she a big enough name to go out on her own? Mm, not really, no. <clears throat> Nobody was popular then. I, I just said it was 2004, 2005, 2006. was like such a down period for even men's wrestling in Japan. And women's wrestling, all those traditional companies who are being, I mean, started closing down. No more all Japan women's. You know, that the first version of JWP or uh, Rossi Ogawa's RCN, all those companies closing their shops, you know. So uh, then uh, 2006, Weekly Fight magazine it went out of business. Spring of 2007, Weekly Gang went out of business. 
and 2000, you know, summer of 2007, weekly pro wrestling or baseball magazine. So it was almost was going to go down. And then uh, they, you know, pulled some strings and, and we held it down. And then I, we had a big meeting that I was called in and uh, I took the big cut in my guarantee salary, you know. And I survived. That was the summer I got sick. Right. So there was a down period, I'm saying. 2004, 2005, 2006, wrestling was such a down period and it wasn't the best time for any wrestler to start. That's where Asuka is from. It's uh, She survived a real tough time, you know? And also she was talented that uh, she was also a graphic designer, you know, a computer graphic designer. And also she was writing her own column before the blog was really popular. She had her own, you know, column writing, you know, on her own website. And she had different kind of talent. And also she was doing a lot of graphics and she was doing, uh, you know, website, you know, opening up a website for other, you know, wrestlers. And also there was a, a small company. She had Office Kana that uh, yeah, she takes, you know, um, design job, you know, for, you know, she will design website for people. You know, all those things. Isn't that weird? Is that, did she design Even, huh? a lot of her outfits too? A lot of her ring gear? Uh, she was more of a graphic design, like a shield design poster for you. She will design postcard for you. She will, she will design a website for you or that, that kind of thing. Not a costume design. More well, of a we, graphic design. If we ever get a website for our podcast, we'll see if uh, Oscar can do it for us. She wants to do it? <laughs> then she'll be real expensive this time around. Yeah, I would imagine so. Yeah, yeah. But uh, really, she, um, you know, the, the, I noticed her while she was working for Battle Arts, you know, and uh, Ishikawa was real big on her, you know. And uh, yeah. Her and Io Shirai was too. Now, see what happened. You know that Io is the biggest star in Japan right now, as far as women's wrestling goes. Then Kana, as an Asuka, she went to America and, uh, yeah, uh, she became big star and probably bigger star than she imagined, you know. But the Bonacano back in 2008 or nine, she predicted that the, this girl will go in America. That Oscar was going? Yeah, yeah. Bonacano predicted then. Oh, six, seven years ago. There was a... Um, while they had WWE Japan tour, they had a local audition. You know, that uh, at the Yokohama Arena building, there was an audition and trying out for, you know, local wrestlers and some of the Australian guys who lives in Japan. And the coach... Uh, who was auditioning that the wrestlers were William Regal and Tajiri. Good two coaches, huh? You know, William Regal and Tajiri was auditioning those trying out wrestlers, young wrestlers. And actually, Kana then, Asuka, was one of the wrestlers who went through audition. And uh, she knew she wasn't ready then, but she studied the product and uh, what's the difference between Japanese wrestling and American wrestling? You have to be, you have to create your own character and become that person. 
whereas Japanese wrestling still pretty, you know, wrestling and athlete and athletic oriented, right? You know, in WWE, you have to become certain character or somebody, somebody that you create, you know, it doesn't have to be as drastic or as big as Undertaker or anything, but you are going to be Seth Rollins. You are going to be Dean Ambrose. You know, you become somebody, mm-hmm. right? And uh, that's about like seven years ago, I believe. That's when Kana started working on her own idea to be her own creation. Isn't that interesting? Do you know what her influences are? Where she came up with uh, what she has today, the Empress of Tomorrow? Yeah, uh, what's that? Well, where yeah. did what, what do you what inspired her to to because her look is not dramatically different than when she left Japan? What what inspired her character? I don't know. Empress of uh, Tomorrow is uh, actually was given in, in, in after she got to WWE though. But as far as her look, and, the, the the kabuki masks, things like that, the dancing, she was kind of yeah. doing that same act, maybe less dancing. She seems more serious now to me. But um, yeah, well, because coming from Japan, you assume she has to have martial arts background. <laughs> so she practiced that, you know, in Japan. You know, people in America assume what kind, you know, what martial arts are you in. Or either karate or judo, or aikido or or anything or MMA. So she needed something to really back her and up, you know, up. So she really learned that thing here, though. But uh, the mask, that the kimono thing, or the multicolor thing, that's uh, more of a psychedelic psychedelic version of Japanese traditional kimono. See, Japanese kimono, the traditional kimono don't look like that. You know, see the color of costume? Japanese wrestlers never use that many colors. It's all multicolor, right? Japanese wrestlers will never have pink hair, blue hair, purple hair, you know. Some blonde hair Japanese, yes, but not pink in one side and the purple in the, you know, in the other side and the, the multicolor is so Osaka she's from see she, she's not from not, not from Tokyo she's from Osaka and Osaka people really use many colors in their clothes clothing and also the Japanese language she speaks you know during let's say a mixed match, match challenge thing you know, her and Miz as a team, Mixed Match Challenge, you know, Facebook Watch. Right. The short phrases in Japanese she uses, it's really effective in Japan. It's like, wow, she, she must be from, you know, Osaka, you know. So if you know Japanese language, is uh, this girl is from Osaka, typical, kind of like a strong, tough woman from Osaka, you could tell, kind of thing. Actually, Tokyo Japanese language and Osaka Japanese language is really, really different. So much different from, say, um, you know, southern southern accent in America and uh, West Coast, East Coast. Sure. You can still understand it. You could tell. But southern language, yes, very different. But uh, 
Japanese language in, in Osaka and Japanese language in Tokyo are two, it's almost two different languages. Now you so as soon as you hear she speaks, wow, this chick is from Osaka. All right. It's like a, like a tough woman. You mentioned, so the image is there. You mentioned Ayo Shirai and that they were sort of rivals. I would imagine that there mm-hmm. was sort of at least a professional rivalry there. Because, I mean, when you just naturally when you have two people who want to be on top, there's there's going to be a, there's going to be a rivalry. Yeah, but the EO is not much younger, though, you know? Right. EO started when, yeah, she was like a 16 then, you know? And then, uh, see, EO is born, was born in 90. So, um, uh, Asuka is nine years older than, uh, than EO. So, when they started together, they're friends, you know? They actually had a tag team unit, including EO's another sister, you know, who, who's retired now. But uh, there was a tag uh, trio. You know, Mio Shirai and Io Shirai and Kana, three. You know, there was a trio tag team unit. They worked together for a while, you know. So I kind of think they're still friends, you know. But uh, Asuka had the strongest mindset, you know, leave everything from here. Um, Actually relocate and go in America. She's going to live there, you know. So the commitment, different commitment. Whereas Io Shirai is more of a team player. It's very interesting. It's, um, it would be interesting. Okay. <clears throat> Asuka is more like Shinsuke Nakamura, while Io Shirai is more of a Tanahashi. See, Io and Tanahashi both are leader of dojo. They are the boss at the dojo that everybody looks up to. Nakamura, Shinsuke Nakamura and Kana, Asuka, I should say, both respected by everybody, but they are not exactly dojo leader. They are always on their own. You know what I'm saying? More of an artist. See, Shinsuke Nakamura being artist is not a gimmick. He is like that. You know, he's an individual artist type thing that uh, he, um, he come up with his own gimmick, he um he really uh, go deep inside of himself and become some real art, you know artistic character, same as Asuka. And Tanahashi and Io are more of a you know the guy the locker room you know dressing room leader you know like a football team you know he's a ace quarterback that everybody looks up to more of a team player. He's they're not gonna leave. He'll stay with the team. Whereas more eccentric, I should say, artistic and eccentric Nakamura and Asuka, they were set to go to the bigger and better things on his own. You know, I'm not saying they are not a team players, but the more they are on their own. So they were a lot like, you know, Asuka and Shinsuke Nakamura, very much alike in that way, very individual type. Does that make, you, make any sense? Yeah. Why did Bull think that uh, Asuka was coming to America? Why did she? What did, what did she think? She was there when audition. She was watching auditions. Bull Nakano came and, you know, watched, you know, came to, you know, Yokohama Arena, you know, early four o'clock in the afternoon just to see people, you know, and then walking around backstage and there was audition going. So she sat and watched and he was being watched by somebody you could pick that girl who'd be there, you know, so she could tell. 
someday this check will be going to America. Out of blue. It's no clue, though. Just, I didn't tell her. Nobody clued her in. She was just sitting and watching audition, and uh, Bo was able to tell. That girl is going to America. I don't know when, but it was like a, isn't that weird? I mean, it almost gives me goosebumps. Just think about it. She knew, Bo knew that Asuka, Kanaden, was going to be, you know, a star, somebody, and somewhere, some, somewhere down the line. I mean, she's going to America all by herself and be success. But just by watching one audition, very think, interesting. I think the first time I saw Kana, when she was, I think the first time she was on my radar, for sure I remember, was when she was, she did some stuff for DDT, didn't she? I guess. Huh. Yeah. She works many companies, yeah. many companies in Tokyo. Who was her opponent program? I want to say she did like a battle royal or something like that. They did like a like a person among like, men. Yeah, they did like a like an eight person battle royal, like women and men in a battle royal. Ah, okay. That's what I, I I'd have to I'd have to look it up, but that's what that's what that's my first. Was she doing memory. a MMA gimmick like already? No, she was she was kind of I don't know she was kind of the way she is at least I don't know I mean I'm not. Longer hair. Yeah, longer hair, but I mean, kind of the same look. I mean, not dramatically different from when I see. One of mm. the things that, that I didn't notice, like when you see some videos and stuff from some of her independent shows, the uh, the dancing she does for her introductions, it seems more, you know, she does it now to a degree, but it seems even more animated in, in Japan mm. than it does for, for WWE. Oh, really? How many years ago was that? I don't know if you, I don't like there's like there's one I they might even be at Kurikan Hall where she's on stage at Kurikan and, and she's on stage okay. I think it's one of her shows and she's doing a dance with oh man I'd have to look it up Ah right with uh two other girls yeah, yeah. Mhm mm mhm I've seen the footage yes But I mean do you think But the, she um, kind of she... also worked for Tajiri's company too uh, shortly though Yeah Briefly So yeah. you th you think she's a lifer Kana? I yeah. mean, Asuka? Yeah. Yeah, she'll be in America. Yeah. Do you think she'll ever come back? She has no back? plan of coming back. Will she ever come to back wrestle? to returning? Will she ever come back to returning hero? No, no, I don't think so. She will finish her wrestling career in America and seek bigger and better thing afterward. <laughs> you know? But never know. It's very individual. Just like Nakamura. Nakamura is not coming back to New Japan full-time or anything like that. You know, he will probably finish, you know, that uh, his prime time career in America. He's, both of them are in the prime right now, you know. Next two or three, two to three years will be their best time, you know. Other and, than uh, adapting yeah. to the WWE style, how do you yeah. think? How do you think her? How do you think the WWE is, has polished or changed her since being here in America? What do you notice that's different? Matches are shorter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And also, you have to work, let's say, door to door, eight minutes. Not meaning that the, walking out of the ramp, music, going to ring, have a match, have a, have a match. And you have a finish and eight minutes or something like that. And you can precisely work that, you know, 
And uh, that was something she didn't do in, in Japan that much. But the work-wise, somewhat um, WWE wrestlers are adapting to her in, to her style. You know, cross arm bars, you know, butt bumps, you know, the, the chops, back blow, all those things are Japanese moves that they're taking, you know. And uh, I don't think Asuka has changed all that much. I mean, things she does in ring. Yeah. More exaggerated because you are working in front of a bigger audience. You are night after night. You'll be working in front of what eighteen thousand, nineteen thousand, twenty thousand people, TV live. So the move will be bigger and has more f- bigger facial, ex- you know, facial expression and a bigger move, bigger gestures, and all those things. But uh, basically, she hasn't changed that much. I don't think Nakamura hasn't changed much. You know, Nakamura's style is pretty much the same here, there. You know, you think there's a much difference? Uh, yeah, what just Nakamura kind of like you talk about the the matches. The matches are shorter. I think he's you know he's working smarter. He's you know not taking as much punishment, which is right, smart. right. Uh, you know, just just the usual WWE. Yeah, things. more punishing in Japan. Yeah, I guess so. Yes. Um, what about you? Do you see? Uh... Io Shirai ever coming to uh, WWE? Uh, Io Shirai is a dojo leader now, and she's not going to leave. She trains people now. And uh, as a matter of fact, um, Stardom Company opened new dojo yesterday. You know, they got the 25 new girls to train. You know, they, they opened the new dojo yesterday, you know, and the Io is the head coach there. And uh, she's not about to leave, I don't think. So we had another tweet, and we could do this uh, next week. It's the anniversary of uh, the very famous uh, weekly pro wrestling show at the Baseball Magazine show, yeah. 1995, that was? Now, someone wanted to do a uh, review of that. That's something we could probably do, depending on... How deep we go with uh, WrestleMania? We'll try to do it maybe next week or the week after, depending on how WrestleMania goes. Okay, okay, okay. I'll do a little bit more homework on that. But I was there. As a matter of fact, I wasn't there at the Tokyo Dome because my boss then, the Tarzan Yamamoto, the the editor in chief, he was doing WrestleMania tour, but he had to be at the Tokyo Dome that day, and I took his place and went to America and did the tour you know and that was, you know, was I, that was wrestlemania 11 yeah 11 yes in stanford yeah yeah so well, i had to be but there I, but i'm sure you still played a role did you play a role in in uh negotiating anything or ideas for i know no that the uh, yamamoto did all the negotiation with 13 different wrestling companies okay it was really hard because New Japan, Inokis in New Japan, and Jan Baba's Old Japan, Akira Maeda's rings, Takada's UWFI, all the company worked together in one car, under one card, you know? 13 different companies. Who's going to be the who end of the evening? Who's going to be the main eventing, right? And uh, yeah, that was like a, it was like a real serious struggle. So we decided that the, that the history of the company, who opened the company first, would be the last. You know, the older company will go end, you know. 
So New Japan, Inoki's New Japan started January January of 72, and All Japan, Baba's All Japan started October of 1972, the same year. So New Japan would be the last. You know, so this is like, it was so political, though. You know, it was so political. So we'll talk and, about uh, some of those politics and things like that. By the yeah. way, if you have questions, you can yeah. uh, hashtag AskFumi on Twitter, and uh, we'll do that. So uh, give us a new round of questions at uh, hashtag AskFumi, and maybe if it's something like Asuka, we'll go in uh, deep, do in-depth, and do a whole show on it. So hashtag sure, AskFumi sure. on Twitter. And where can people follow you on Twitter? Fumihiko Dayo, F-U-M-I-H-I-K-O-D-A-Y-O. Fumihiko Dayo. And also you can find me at uh, Fumi Saito uh, on f Facebook. Yes. And you can find me at Jim Valley, J-I-M-V-A-L-L-E-Y. And this is our episode 20 now? This is episode 20. Yeah. <laughs> Let's keep doing this. We will keep and, doing uh, it. Yeah, yeah. Some uh, right. I mean, out of blue. I mean, some some total stranger emailed me the other day too. You know, it's like, a, are you this and this? Is like, yeah. Well, follow me on this, and you can listen to me on 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 podcasts and all those things. So I think we are getting new listeners too. Yeah, the numbers the numbers certainly uh, dictate the show that. So that's good. We appreciate everybody oh, listening. Thank you for listening. Hopefully you will share. Yeah, and, and also I think know. see we don't have to brag about it, but the, we're the only one doing this from Seattle, from Tokyo. I mean, this is for real. I'm talking from Tokyo, and you're in Seattle, and anybody from around the world can listen to this. It's wonderful. What? You know? We live in a magical time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, enjoy WrestleMania at home for once. Get some rest and enjoy the yes, time sir. with your cats. Yeah, yeah, I always do. <laughs> Very and good. And until next time. So long from Tokyo. Thank you. <laughs>